1991, I was the recipient of the ever so loving nickname, Tina Talk A Lot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal though, I actually really love to listen too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't veer off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Hello, everybody. Goodness, it's been fun to sit and record all of these episodes. I actually should be like on a treadmill bike or some treadmill bike, a treadmill or a bike while doing this. I probably lose my train of thought even more than I already do, but um, it's been fun to do all these recordings. And I've mentioned this already, but I'm absolutely so excited when I am able to bring on a guest. You don't have to hear me talk, you know, every single day, you can hear some tidbits from people that I have um, brought on the show. So as I was going through and looking for guests reaching out to different people to have on the podcast, I wanted to have a variety of different topics, things that my team within doTERRA struggles with, or just not even struggles, but like just wants more support, needs more help. And Lauren was someone that I have been following on Instagram. And I'm sure I found you along the way as I was scrolling in the reels uh, world and your her content, uh, Lauren, your content had really resonated with me because it's actually really similar to my, my own branding, what I'm really attracted to myself. And I love the flavor of your work. So I have Lauren Chamberlain. She is always Lauren Chamberlain on Instagram. You may already follow her. She's got quite the following of people, especially in the network marketing space. And, um, it's really attractive stuff. So thank you so much for hanging out here. I'm excited to just like dive in. We were like talking forever and I'm like, we need to hit record. <laughs> right? Cause it's just like, we could kept, I'm sure we could have kept on talking without that. So thank you for being, being here and just for hanging out. Oh, thank you for having me. I, I love, and like I said, I love having like conversational, like chats like this. And I feel like it's just a very relaxed environment. And I honestly love listening to podcasts. Like when there are guests, like I just, yeah. I, you kind of like just feel more connected, like, you know, in the moment, you know, with you know, the conversation that's happening, but thank Absolutely. you. Yeah. And I noticed that you, um, I, I was on hanging out on your website and are on your link tree, or maybe it's not link tree, but your link inside of Instagram and seeing that you've been on a couple, um, and episodes and been on different podcasts. And so you're not new to this in like the uh, podcasting space. Um, but you have so much going on in your business. So you're in network marketing, you actually do some, um, mentoring, leading, coaching, have some programs uh, within network marketing. Will you share like just a little bit of your story and like how that's, you know, evolved over time? And I'm I'm sure the audience would love to hear that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got into network marketing. I want to say it was like 2016. My son was, um, oh my gosh, I think it was like February of 2016 or something like, that. I mean, he was little, 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 um, and my mom had been yeah. in network marketing, um, for a while. And there was this one company, cause I was always like, I never saw a company that I would like really align with. I was just like, that's really not me. Like I would have a hard time selling, you know, those products. It's just, you know, it's not me. Um, anyways, got into, then saw this company, got into it of course, jumped in with unrealistic expectations of what the industry actually was, um, you know, did all the things, all of the old school network marketing tactics. If you follow me, you probably like, you know, know this. Um, 
and I burnt myself out. So I was, you know, posting every single day. I was doing all of the reach outs and I was working a nine to five. I had 202 and I completely burnt myself out from social, from social media. It was social media, um, mainly. And I went on my so-called like social media sabbatical is what I call it. It was six months. I deleted Facebook, deleted Instagram for six months for six months. Yeah. I was oh like, God. I am not doing this ever again. I'm like, this social media thing was, you know, for the birds, because before that I was never a creator on social. I was a consumer and there's something completely different when all of a sudden you have to do that. But because I didn't understand anything about actual marketing, you know, strategies. And it was just, you know, post every single day, post multiple times per day. You have to be, you know, in front of your, like constant, it was just obviously way too much when you're working a nine to five and then you have two kids under two, it's something completely brand new. So you're still trying to even learn sales. I mean, I mean, your marketing is not your sales. So there's like two different, you know, aspects there. Um, so in that meantime, my, um, husband, he was a teacher for 10 years, um, decided to join the military. So he joined the military. We went to our first duty station and it was the first time that I wasn't working. And just because of how everything, um, played out, it was like, okay, the kids are on a wait list forever for daycare. Like we're only here for three years. We want to be able to go home. Like I'll just stay at home. And, um, I kind of, obviously I wanted to do something. I'm a very creative person. Like I've always loved writing. Um, you know, I love, you know, arts. I'm just anyone who has a talent, I, whether it's, you know, singing or drawing or, you know, making people laugh, like whatever it is, I'm always just like in awe of it. I just think humans are incredible. Um, so I was like, I want to do something. So I, um, was like, I'm going to start, I'm like, we're in the military now. Like maybe I'll start doing a travel blog. And at this time I obviously was not working, um, the network marketing company that I started with, and they ended up going direct to consumer during that time. And I remember seeing the fallout and everything there. And it was like, oh my gosh, like that's, you know, that's just wild. That can be so devastating. So devastating. It was, it was, I thought it, it was like a whole thing. I mean, I learned so much in that first six months where like, I literally, like when I said I was on like my, I'm like, I'm done. Um, I mean, I learned so much and that's kind of what shaped on how I changed my approach, like a complete 180 when I decided to get back in. Cause during that time I was still a customer, um, with the, the next company that I did end up, um, joining absolutely love their products, still love their products. Um, but I was like, I'm going to do blogging, you know, I'm going to do that. So I ended up, um, getting into taking a course, um, through someone who was a full-time blogger at the time. I thought it was mostly for blogging, but when I enrolled, it was to create like a signature, like service, like a program offer, like for, (laughs) and I was like, I got it and I'm like, okay, this is not what I thought, but actually I'm learning a lot of really cool stuff. And she was a blogger, so she could help me do all that stuff. And, um, then as I was learning, I'm like, oh, so this is what marketing is like oh, like this is how, this is attraction marketing. Um, you know, this is what copywriting is. And I'm like, Ooh, and because I'm a writer and I loved it, I just thought it was really neat to be able to really take the human connection that you have like in person and by how you structure and formulate your words when you're, you know, talking about a product or talking about, you know, anything online, telling a story, how you can create those connections, you know, through the screen. I was like, this is just so cool. Um, 
And then, so in the meantime, after I kind of went through that, I was like, I think I'm going to get back into network marketing again. I'm like, I love these products that I'm using. I'm like learning. I was like, I'm going to do it differently. And I want to take, you know, what I've learned now and apply it. And I'm like, I'm not doing it the way I did it. Cause obviously that did not work. So I took everything that I learned, um, and started and jumped back in, um, and then started doing it that way. Um, from there, I started to see like that traction, like people were like, I really like how you, you do this. Like you're just doing it differently. Um, I just love your approach to social media. Um, and I started getting a lot of other consultants or a lot of other network marketers being like, asking me questions, like, like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Like, I just, I cannot do it this way. Um, and in the, the very first company that I was with, it was just like, okay, I cannot do this, but this is like, but this is the way that it's done. Like, this is how you do it. And we, you and me both know that there are millions of ways to run a business, to market yourself to, you know what I mean? There's just so many. So, um, I was like, Oh, I'm like, actually. And then after I was, I was like, I really like talking about this. And I really do think that this is a gap within the industry. Like nobody is teaching it. Nobody is helping it. I'm like, I'm seeing all of this stuff that I'm like, I do not agree with this. Like, this is just so against, you know, who I am, my ethics, values, all of that. Um, and how can I take this and how can I, you know, help others, you know, fall back in love with how they are building their business, how they're doing this. Um, so that's when I was like, oh, I guess it was a good thing that I thought it was a blogging course, but it was like a signature program, <laughs> kind of like how to launch, how to do all these things. Um, and that's kind of how the collective kind of came about. Um, I started it as a 90 day program. Um, since then I've turned it into an ongoing community. Cause I'm like, there's no way that you can take all of this, start applying it in 90 days. And then you need to have that additional support, like as you're going through the process, because we all know too, like the bulk of our business is built on social media. And I say that content marketing, all of the foundational marketing skills, those are great, but social media is kind of like our playing field and it is constantly changing, constantly evolving. So if I'm going to have a program where this is where we're solely, you know, based on, we need that ongoing support so we can help, you know, navigate this um, together. So that's kind of in a nutshell, how I got into, you know, where I am at today, I'm still in network marketing. Um, but my main focus is restoring the industry as a whole and helping network marketers fall in love with how they're building their business through organic, um, content marketing and social media marketing strategies, essentially. I love that. And I, like I said, I mean, in the beginning, when I found your social, I was like, oh, I could consume this content and kind of binge it. You know, you have so much good uh, stuff out there that speaks right to, you know, a female in network marketing who is building a team and has team members. And so, you know, I, you've got it. You like hit the nail on the head at your, and I love how you say restoring the industry, you know, Um, you know, we've, we've all, in this space have, you know, heard people kind of knock the Hey girl analogy where we don't want to be those people showing up in the inbox, you know, to say, Hey, I thought of you. Right. You know, like, yeah. And, and what is the approach in what I see you posting and sharing is it is truly that space where you are just, you're filled in the attraction, attraction piece. The other thing is, is you are so consistent. So I would love to hear like, 
how did you kind of land there to know like what was too much or what was too little? And I know it, it evolves. Like I'm, you know, I think everyone listening yeah. knows that too, but um, staying consistent, I think is, you know, the biggest, biggest struggle for most people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I have been through, I think every single, I mean, I've been through many stages of life since starting network marketing and being consistent is without, and I, I talk about like, you have to find something that is consistent yet sustainable for you. So someone who can, maybe you're a full-time, you can, you know, you're at home full-time, like maybe you don't have kids or you don't have any other obligations and you can sit down you can focus and you can post, you know, six times per week or five times per week. And that is sustainable for you. Like that is absolutely incredible. Like that's awesome. Um, or you might be someone like when I first started out, I was, you know, had two kids under two work to nine to five. Um, so the reality is that me, you know, coming up with five, you know, quality posts or, you know, six quality posts, um, to be posting every single day. And at that point, people are telling you to do multiple times per day. Um, it's just, it, it was a recipe for burnout. It definitely led, you know, it was just like this compound, um, effect. So I would say it really depends on being, being honest with yourself, like understanding, like it is going to take some discipline. It is going to be some, you know, it's going to take some hard work. Um, but there's many tools in different areas to go about this. When I first got in a network where I didn't know anything about content batching, I had no idea what that was. I was so used to like, I'm like, Oh, when you are posting every time for like, you're taking, you know, you're taking out like two 30 minute blocks of your day. You're finding a piece of visual, you're writing the caption there. I had no idea that you could sit down, you could batch your content and you could schedule it and have it, you know, be posting when you are in your nine to five, right? So there are a lot of different tools for you to use, especially now um, to help you stay consistent. But I want you to, I want everyone to understand that your consistent is going to look different than somebody else's and you're going to be in different seasons of your life. I was telling you when I first started out, I had two kids under two, I was working a nine to five. Um, and so that looked completely different from then all of a sudden I went to not having my nine to five. Um, so that was something that was taken off my plate. Um, still had two kids under, you know, at that point they were like three and four, like at home. Um, And then all of a sudden it can change different. It was a different um, scenario when all of a sudden, you know, my oldest was in kindergarten and I just had, you know, my youngest at home, you know, that's another thing that allows you to have just a little bit, you know, you have an extra hand now. And then from going to all of a sudden I got two kids, you know, and I don't have a nine to five, like this is my full-time job. Don't compare yourself because you are going to be going through completely different seasons. And the biggest thing is to look at what you have, be like, okay, what can I do that is sustainable for me in this moment? You can, you know, if you want to look at it in quarters and kind of be like, oh, am I going to be able to, you know, put more in this quarter? Because I know that maybe you plan on transitioning, you know, jobs or you're doing something in Q2. um, So that's going to look a little bit different, but just understand that what is consistent for one person is not going to be consistent, you know, for, for the next, it's going to look different. Yeah. I love that. I think it's kind of comical that we're talking about sustainability and consistency while I'm in a 90 day rush of yeah. <laughs> podcasting yeah. because it's absolutely not sustainable. Yeah. I've actually discussed with my assistant. I'm like, 
what do you think I could actually do, you know, mm. after this, like, what will I carry in, you know? And so we're right. just discussing like, maybe it's two a week, you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, and to create that excitement and obviously there's different reasons to do like little, you know, sprints in your business, yeah. you continue mm-hmm. doing that. Like I know at 90 days, I will absolutely not be doing a daily podcast. Like that's just, oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do, I'll do some of the same stuff. It's just my personality where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to post three times on social media for yeah. you know a whole month. And you're like, after the first day, you're like, sweet, I'm up. <laughs> yeah, like, that is yeah. way <laughs> too much, right? Because yeah. you hear someone else doing it or some expert saying, this is what they're doing, or this is what yeah. works. And it's like, for every person that says that there's another person that will say, you know what? You don't actually have to do that in order to grow your business. And yeah, so- and that. And that makes it really hard too, because there's so many, I mean, and it's incredible. I mean, this is why, you know, I love America because I mean, there is, everyone has a platform. They can show up, they can share their message. They can share their expertise, what works for them. Um, But it does kind of get really loud sometimes. So you kind of have to just be like, okay, who do I align with? Like, is this something that I can do? And you don't have to follow every little, you know, single suggestion. And I've told you this before I get on, I'm like, sometimes in my free content, I'm just like, I have to throw out the disclaimer. (laughs) Like, so this is, of course I'm giving you this free content and it's very generalized. Like I was just talking about engagement strategies the other day. And it's like your engagement strategy, when you are like starting out a brand new Instagram account is going to look different than if all of a sudden, like you have your attraction marketing and you are consistent. And all of a sudden you've got an influx of leads coming in where you don't maybe have to be going out and doing a ton of engagement, like, you know, outside and you're really pouring into Like it's going to be different. Yep. So, um, just Even know- like giveaways or different events you can do within your side, your Instagram yeah. are going to be different. Like if someone on my team has a hundred followers on Instagram and all of a sudden she tries to do a thousand dollar giveaway or something mm-hmm. like it's probably, it's, it's going to probably fall flat, you know, unless right. she's got like a lot of people sharing that have a lot of followers themselves. Oh gosh. Yeah. And I'm all right. about like, build your community first, like mm-hmm. build your community. Like that's hands down. Like that's what I did for like three years before I really started to, to grow on the platform itself. Um, but that's, I could go down the Instagram rabbit hole, but (laughs) you know, it's a crazy, it's a crazy world, but it's so fun. So something you guys will notice as you check out Lauren's social and I'll put links and all of that, you'll have all that in the show notes. Uh, but one thing you'll notice is the consistency doesn't just land in the time of posting and the consistency of timing. Right. It's more in the using the similar filter, using yeah. similar colors. Like as I look through your feed, you know, things stay consistent there. So it's not a great idea to just like, oh, every day I'm going to be neon colors today and tomorrow I'm going to be, you know, muted, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's pick what works for you. And yes, right now, muted tones are really beautiful. And, but if that's not your jam or that's not what your host looks like, or like, that's not what your clothing looks like, then that's probably not (laughs) the the thing you should, you should choose. Right. Yeah. And watching that seem. Yeah. And on Instagram too, I mean, when you're building that community, you're also in network marketing. I mean, building a personal brand, especially going into 2022 is going to be huge because that his social media is a noisy space. And if you want to really, truly stand out, like having that cohesive, because when you see like 
one of my posts or something, um, people, they don't even have to see like my handle and they're like, oh, that's gotta be Lauren. Like that's, you know, cause you have that cohesion and people just know immediately like who it is. Um, but yeah, personal branding is something else that I'm really passionate about. And it is the one thing that of course, when I watched the company go direct to consumer, um, there was some people who had pivoted to other companies and they did very well. And then I was like, what made them like, what is so special about them? Like how all of a sudden, like they're pivoting. Cause I'm like, a, I'm an observer. Like I like to go to the airport. I like to people watch, like I like to observe things. And, um, the people who really pivoted over to different companies and did fantastic, they had branded themselves. They had yeah. branded themselves. They weren't tied to the company where they were just like, you know, you're, you know, just the wine girl, or you're just the, the, the fitness coach girl. I mean, they were a personal brand in themselves and they pivoted no big deal. So personal branding to me, um, is, is huge, especially in terms of, you know, lead generation standing on Instagram, you know, yeah. and just having, you know, the power to pivot if something does happen or, you know, right. maybe you need a change, you know, in the future. So, well, and that's, you know, I will say one of the reasons I was able to grow pretty quickly, you know, within doTERRA is that I had a network and I had mm -hmm. my personal brand within that. I owned a marketing design company, like from that to health and wellness, was, it's kind of odd, but yes. as I look at people, you know, that were once clients of mine over here, so many of them have an account over here. Yeah. Like it just, cause they trusted me. They knew me mm -hmm. on the personal level because I shared, I had an active blog. I had an active podcast at that time. Mm -hmm. um, my social media was, you know, rocking and rolling and people knew my team. I mean, they got connected to me in lots of different yeah. ways where I would show up at a networking event and people would be like, Oh my gosh, your son, he's so cute. Da, 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 yeah. You know, or they would share stuff about my kids or my hubby or whatever, because they knew they knew me. So I loved, yeah. especially then when I was first starting and transitioning is that people cared about my success wherever I was at. Uh, because they got to know me more on a personal level. And at that time we were doing a lot more in-person events and online stuff. So as I showed up in person, they said stuff about online as I was online, they said stuff about in-person stuff. So yeah. it kind of, you know, it went back and forth. We're still doing that a little bit here, um, you know, in-person stuff, but I do see it transitioning almost entirely online for. I think in-person events are incredible. I have a client right now who does um collagen and cocktails and she's like they're amazing like everyone i mean they're very successful for us in terms of you know selling our products and i especially now i mean people love connection and if if you if you can do an event well um then they are going to work for you but i do um for me personally I, like i love focusing you know most of my efforts just online. Cause I'm kind of a homebody introvert, I would say, which is kind of, kind of odd. Cause I mean, every I'm, I'm still, I'm like how many years into this. And I've been on Instagram for probably almost four years now, like actively. And I still sometimes have to be like, okay, Lauren, like you have to get on, you have to get like, get online. Cause I'm such like an introvert. Like I said, before I even, I like never posted online, like never did anything. So <laughs> it's yeah, going to make that big of a shift. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And it's just, a, and that's a thing too. And it, and you don't have to be perfect. Like right away when you do it, it truly is a journey in an evolution and you will evolve. Like as you're doing it, you'll learn stuff about yourself. It's um, yeah. 
It's great. Totally. Will you walk me through just a little bit of your batching? I think one thing that's really helpful is when people hear the actual piece, like, you know, do you have 10 outfits rolled out? Like, you know, do you do your hair a little different? Like, do you already have content ready? Do you write at a separate time? Like, Mm -hmm. what does that look like for you? Like process wise? Yeah. So, I mean, this is again, something that's different for everyone. Everyone has their own. Some people like to do like on camera days, um, where you do all of your filming, you get, they're like, how you have to shower, right? Yeah. Everyone's (laughs) like, man, she always looks so put together. And it's like, well, it was on, you know, it was an on camera day and you know, they did their makeup and everything and maybe batched like 10 pieces of content. Um, I know for me in particular, like, you know, I love to do reels. So typically when I do film reels, I try to do like at least three to four. Mm -hmm. Um, it might be different. Like I said, depending on what your content strategy is and I don't work, you know, I don't have to be outside of the home from nine to five. Um, so I don't necessarily have to be very, um, I would say strict with like my batching process. Like I can pick, you know, Tuesday, whatever. Um, some people you might have to, you know, do it. Maybe you only have Sunday and that's just going to be some, you know, it was just a time where you just have to be disciplined and you have to, you know, do it. Um, but what you, what I typically do is I will film them. And then most of the time I don't do any of like the editing or adding text or anything like that until a later time when I'm like, don't want to do anything. I'm just sitting on my couch, like being, you know, just not doing anything. Um, but I, the content batching is easy if you have a, if you have that person in mind who you're trying to connect with, um, and you have, you know, all of those topics or your content pillars down and you just know exactly like, okay, this is where I'm going with this reel or, um, because if you don't understand who that person is or, or what problems your target audience has on a daily basis and how you can solve them, that's going to make all of the content batching and everything very difficult for you. So understanding that first and then going in with the, okay, I'm going to, you know, film, you know, three to four reels, maybe change my outfits a couple of times with it. Um, and then maybe tomorrow is my like lay on the couch and add text and create them and then, you know, have them in queue in my drafts to be able to post them on whatever day works best for you, whenever your audience is on and in terms of your content strategy. And I feel like there's so many layers to it. Um, yeah. I mean, that I could go off on, you know, little areas all over, but, um, in a nutshell, that's typically what, yeah. You know, and I like, you have a little bit of a variety from like at your desk to sitting in your living room and just kind of like a few different shifts. I mean, uh, (laughs) and you know why that is (laughs) actually (laughs) my husband, my poor husband, he's in Naval postgraduate school and they have been in person at home, in person at home and our offices are in. And so I'm either in the office or I'm upstairs in the bedroom or I'm in the guest room right now. Cause he's taking a test. I mean, so like, I mean, it's shift. never going to be perfect. I told him the other day, I was like, I miss my office and my pretty desk and having that stuff there, but you just make things work. Like it's a, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like for, you know, your content to be quality and to resonate with the person who needs to hear it most. Yeah. Well, and I think too, is people are looking at your face, like they're looking at your voice, they're looking at the content written, you know? And so, and then your filter kind of can make any room, you know, shift. I always say, you know, tell people like, if you can have some natural light, like standing in front of a window, like, Mm -hmm 
and there can be a decent background. My only thing that I tell people all, all the time is like, please don't have a fan in the background. Like I, I, it's, it happens so often. I'll be on, yeah. I'll even be on a zoom call. with like, someone's training and back yeah. here, there's boom, 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 you know, like, yeah, and you're just like, your I'm, eyes are like, I'm like, yeah, you guys are clearly not ADD. Like, this is like, that's so distracting. I like have to turn on, uh, turn off the video. Like I just can't even watch it. I'm, so, you know, it um, must be a per- like, cause I was just at my, I talked to my sister earlier today and I'm going like through her website and I'm like, you have too many things flying in. You know how, like when we were like kids and we were learning like how to do PowerPoint presentations yeah. <laughs> and at first it's like, everyone's got you know, the title spinning and then this paragraph's like shooting in and dissolving and stuff. And the teacher's oh, like, God. yeah, you can't like, don't do that. Like simple, do just keep things and try to keep things as simple and focused on like you and your message because people do get distracted. They get yep. distracted very easily. And I mean, I know that I'm one of them. You sound like you're one of them. Um, so the more simple and direct that you can be like in terms of your content, the better it will convert for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even I know you guys listening to the podcast can't see this, but like behind me in my office, I have like my whole entire bookshelf and I don't even like to record ever in front of this because it is distracting. People are like, what book is back there? Like, what is she reading? You know, like I would be that way, you know? So I love that. Well, thank you for just kind of walking through that. Those are questions I get. And I know as simple as it may be for maybe you and I to say, well, yeah, this, I just kind of do it. You know, um, so many people are like, I don't, but I don't understand, you know, like, I don't really know what that looks like. And so I, I'm super similar in my batching and usually I'm like, okay, I want to be in the living room. Okay. Shoot people. I, I homeschool. So, and my husband works from home too. So it's like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Like I just, you leave so I can like have some quiet time. Um, anyways, I just recorded a podcast on boundaries and then all of a sudden my kids started coming in. (laughs) Of course, like I'm teaching people about this, but, um, anyways, I digress. Um, but yeah, there's different times where I'm like, okay, yep. I've got all this ready. I'm going to be in this room. And then all of a sudden they come home and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be in a different room. So Yeah, just, yeah, don't I, when I first got on Instagram, I mean, and you can go like down to the bottom of my feed, like it used to be very much like for perfectionist because I, I do like things to be perfect. Like I'm someone who can stare at like a caption for like an hour and be like, you know, I need like, it's still not right kind of thing, but truly it is. Don't let that like get you stuck in putting out that quality content because perfectionism and something like that, that can keep you from being consistent just because of that. Um, and honestly, and what I was just talking about, um, with someone the other day was when I was first getting on Instagram, I don't know, like four years ago, of course, like Instagram has been around for how many years and we have been conditioned to be like, Oh, that's not Instagram worthy or Instagram's Mm -hmm. like the perfect, like perfect grid with the girl in Barbados, like swimming with the sharks. I always say, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it it is a highly visual app, but it is now shifting and we're still like, have been conditioned to be like, Oh, Instagram, like that's not Instagram. And it really, I mean, I think that it's moving more towards like people can feel comfortable and confident getting onto the app now and not having, you know, being able to just hit record do your real, share your message, type in it, you know, a caption that's relating, you know, to the person that this message is intended to on the other side of the screen and hitting post 
and you'll be okay. Of course, if you want your content to do more of the heavy lifting for you and help you in your sales process, you want to have a strategy with that. Um, but in terms of it having to be quote unquote, you know, perfect, um, be happy or be comfortable and confident showing up and just being yourself. Yeah. And people will enjoy that so much more. So you have a few things when I go to your website that you have a free workshop, you have your community, um, course for people to enroll in. Um, and then obviously just connecting with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your workshop and your community? Yeah. So my workshop is called the profitable personal brand and it's for network marketers. And what this is going to ultimately help you do, I have a different I would say approach and you, you know, people here niching down. Um, so I like to start with the person and then we kind of go from there and kind of develop. Um, and we also have your personal, you know, your personality, like who you are, because that's ultimately going to help you stand out um, from the scroll, from the scroll and really connect, um, you know, with people on the other side of the screen. So that workshop, it's a 25 minute workshop and it has a thought book. I mean, there's workbooks and some prompts. I mean, there's a lot into it. Um, and there's also some added value in with the email sequence that's attached to it. And then of course, um, the collective is, um, it used to be my signature 90 day program. Um, it is now a course and community hybrid. So um, it's all about attraction marketing, really building out that authentic Instagram sales funnel um, for network marketers and social sellers. And then there's also a community aspect to it where we have guest expert workshops um, and we kind of do a mini mind like every Tuesday, I call it coffee and questions. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on there. I absolutely love what I do. I think this industry is incredible um, and it has really connected me with a lot of wonderful people. And like I was saying, before we even hit record, I, I was like, I think network marketers are some of the most interesting and like wonderful entrepreneurs, just because of how it is a little bit different versus like having your own business, like in like the online space and like having all that control, like we're so flexible, like there's so much grit, um, that network marketers have. And I just really enjoy, um, working with network marketers, like, and I am one myself. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The collaboration piece of it. I love that. I love you are so, uh, good with different words. I love like the mini mind and the thought oh. and like all that stuff. It just like love my marketing heart just loves it. That's so awesome. So fun. Well, thank you for sharing that. I know that, um, the people listening, I, the messages I'm getting on Instagram are, exactly our people, right? The, the people in network marketing looking for that support. And this is, this is it. So it's, this was perfect. Thank you so much. Just talking about the sustainability and all of the things about this industry. I know we could talk forever. Oh, um, I could talk to you forever anyways. I'm like, okay, let's keep <laughs> digging into this. This is like totally how my brain I know works. I could go like layer by layer. <laughs> yeah. I, we could be here all day. And I honestly, I would love it. I absolutely like this like now that I'm like in my, I'm like rolling right now. I'm like, keep, I know that's what, so I do this. I'm like, okay, I got this interview done. I've got to record more because now I have all these ideas. Right. So I love it. So thank you so much. I'm sure we should probably hang out again on the podcast Mm -hmm. at some point chat through things, but thank you so much for being on here. You guys, as I mentioned, I will put the links to all 
of Lauren stuff. So you guys can go follow her and check out everything that she has going on. And, um, thank you. Thanks for hanging out. I absolutely love Instagram. It's also my favorite spot to hang out. I probably do a little bit more consumption than creation, (laughs) um, at the moment. Um, what's crazy is putting out a podcast every single day for 90 days. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's another podcast. So I haven't even talked about the podcast yesterday. Like yes, there's yeah. so much content, but it's fun. It's really cool. But anyways, Instagram, my spot at Tina Pettis. I'm the only Tina Pettis in the world. So that's pretty awesome. So you can find me there um, just about anywhere. So thanks for hanging out and we will chat with you tomorrow. Bye guys.